When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I don't, I don't remember what the bit was. Um, but uh, I guess the point is, like, I have a small penis. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I'm getting at. Um, it's out now. It's going to be on the internet. It's like it's like LeBron James showing his junk on the internet. Yeah, I <laughs> on, I on national television. I didn't see that clip, but I I know it happened. Yeah, yeah. So that's um, I have it bookmarked <laughs> to to watch later. I just have it as a repeating GIF. <laughs> <laughs> made it made it my social media. It's default. a real. It's a really long GIF. Clearly, you haven't seen it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, good afternoon, morning, evening, everyone. This is Brandon Cruz on behalf of Apathetic Enthusiasm. You're really shaking things up, man. I'm Travis. Travis Menard. Are you going <laughs> to... Is, is that all you're going to do? I thought you were going to do something... I mean, for 18 e- episodes, you e- kind of had a rhythm. Equally grand... Well, I mean, that's it's getting stale now. Like after is eight, it? Or is it? Or is it comforting now? Just like... Like, 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 like you download the show mm-hmm. and, and you put it... You play it in your car, or you're listening to it, you know, through through your earphones, or, and you know that it's going to start off with, "Hey, everybody, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. This is Apathetic Enthusiasm." Here's the thing, though: like we're 18 years old now, we can we can vote. Yeah, well, not 18 years, but we're 18 episodes old now. You know, there, there's so many things we can buy. We could buy cigarettes. Smoke. We've, we've done this. We did this like two episodes. <laughs> ago. Well, now we can. Like now we can actually talk about it. Now legally. we can be excited about it. Right. Right. Yeah. Smokeless tobacco. Snuff. Is that different? I think. I think snuff is like when you when you snort the tobacco. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I don't. I don't uh, think that's good until like what you're saying right now. So. <laughs> anyway, folks, thank you for listening. This is apathetic enthusiasm. If you would like, you can. I'm get Brandon. To- <laughs> that's Travis. That's still Brandon. I'm still Travis. You can get a hold of us in many a way, many different forms. If you well, have email, which all the kids are using these days, you can send us an email at apathetic, apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at Apathusiast. And of course, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. And finally, you can hit us up on geekade.com. Yep. All of our web, all of our webs, all of our, all of our podcasts, all of our episodes are up there at Geekade. So, um, what's going on, Brandon? How you, how you doing? Not, not much. I, um, we're recording this. I hung out with a friend, um, who, who I've known for a while tonight. We went to a bar and 
I, I bought a growler of some IPA. Yes, which we are currently enjoying in our different glasses. It's pretty good. It's, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty decent. Yeah. You know, we 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 caught up. Uh, we talked about the good times. Talked about the bad times. Um, we talked about those who are with us and those who are gone in other countries in okay. states. All right, that sounds like pretty heavy material. Yeah. There's uh, nothing there's nothing funny about reminiscing. Okay. <laughs> well, with that in mind, we're going to talk about let's a, a computer conference. Oh yeah. And a show on Netflix. So yeah, so what what happened what happened this week uh for you Travis? You know, we could talk about WW2 all we want. Yeah. Oh, oh, World War 2. <laughs> World World War the Great War. Uh to that happened this week. Um or we could talk about, you know, Netflix, but Tell us a little bit about your life this week, Travis. Fill fill us in. Uh, I got up early a lot. <laughs> Typical Travis. <laughs> um, uh, my my sister is in town. Oh, really? She just arrived today with her four children. So, uh, yeah, it's busy at my house. Like that's actually why I'm here. Like, <laughs> I, like I didn't even want to record tonight, but I was just like, I got to get out of there. Yeah. So, uh, but no, no. Uh, when I got back from the bar, you were you were sitting outside sitting, my room. I was like, like Brad, I love you in your house <laughs> with, a, with like a little pup tent. We don't have to record anything. Just <laughs> let me crash here. Uh, no, no. So that's good. So yeah. having some guests in town. Um, but yeah, the the big thing was was WWDC right. and, and and following uh, the the newest developments in the world that is Apple. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty well established on the show that I'm. Uh, a bit of an Apple fan. I, I have a, a collection of Apple products, and so I'm I'm usually looking forward to WWDC. I'm usually uh, interested in you know whatever the new uh, upgrades are to the OSs, and hoping that there's going to be some sort of news that I'm not expecting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, I was hopeful for some sort of new Apple TV, which sort of is like a, a reoccurring theme now that. Uh, there's always rumors that they might be announcing some new Apple TV thing and they pretty much never do. So, uh, so a- a- Apple TV is the one thing that you look forward to. Uh, it's the thing right now that I think I'm most interested in Apple kind of moving into. I mean, yeah, I, they're really focused on the watch right now and I think that's fine, but mm-hmm. I would like to see, I mean the Apple TV, it's still a great device as it is, Yeah. but there's so much potential for Apple to do more with it. Just, I'm just saying, put an app store on it. You know, put native games, native apps that you can play on your TV. Yeah. If if you like it, then you better put an app on it. Yeah, it's exactly right, Beyonce. Um. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, so there were some some pretty significant announcements from WWDC, and we will go through them now. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. The the first thing they talked about was OSX. There will be a new version of their mac operating system releasing later this year uh not a huge groundbreaking change this is uh osx el capitan they're still sticking with their california themed naming conventions california california so what you're gonna do is you're gonna take the five and you're gonna go up. <laughs> uh that's probably how they run their <laughs> their development meetings that's very possible actually um yeah, it's not a lot of like huge features to point out. Like it's really they they 
tweaked the user interface just a little bit and then like just performance improvements. So yeah. they're just trying to make things run, run faster. Um, smoother. Yeah. They're, they're adding, uh, I think they're adding metal to, which was their like, uh, graphics processor. Mm. They're adding that to the desktop so that games will run better on the Mac and things like that. All right. Um, cool. Yeah. Cause I, I have a, a ton of steam games that I, I need some Mac compatibility yeah. for. <laughs> so you can do more than just podcast with this computer that you've gotten <laughs> yeah um yeah so i mean it should make the operating system better to use again it's a free update so you're not gonna have to pay any money to if you have the the current operating system on a mac you can update for free and that's coming out this fall so woohoo el capitan Woo. i mean i mean there's there's some cool stuff that they're they're messing with safari and trying to make that better yeah um but, but it's, just it's just not like a, a blockbuster update, right? Right. It's, um, it, it's it's sufficient upgrades, but it's nothing wow worthy. Yeah, they it's, it was the first thing they talked about in the uh, in the keynote, and it's kind of like, all right, let's get this out of the way. Uh, one of the, they like went straight into a demo too. Like a lot of the times when they're presenting, they're like, this is a feature, and this is a feature, and this is a feature. Now let's go do <laughs> let's go check it out in a demo. Uh, they're just like, you know, what, let's just let's just go look at it real quick. We got other stuff to talk about. Yeah. So when I wiggle a mouse, it gets really big. That's cool. All right, moving on. Uh, iOS nine. That's it, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 kind of when I'm running a meeting and I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, and uh, you know, like this system, it's it's working. This is how it this is how it does it. Uh, the developers tell me that it's going to work better. Uh, so look forward <laughs> to that. All, All right. right. And then afterwards, they're like, Brandon, let me bring let me bring Tim back out. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> you all you did was read the slides. Yeah, I. That was my first time reading them. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. It was the story of my life. <laughs> um, probably probably more important to a lot of people than the uh, OSX. OSX update is uh, the iOS update. iOS nine coming to all iPhones and iPads and i things uh later this fall um again not a game changer update i mean it's really more of a performance improvement type thing again uh it will be available on all the same devices that ios 8 ran on yeah so it's not like it's going to be much more um resource heavy so i mean they're they're not it's not only going to run on the newer devices they're going to be able to uh, use it all the way back to I think the four S's. Yeah, I, I mean I'm, I'm I you know I'm looking at the notes over here um, for the dem bones as we call them, mm-hmm. um, and I don't see anything here that that's too wow worthy. Again, you know, um, so they have the news app, right? Right. Yeah. The the news app. This is going to replace the newsstand app that most people probably didn't even realize were was on their device. I, I tried using newsstand app, and it was so uninteresting that I was like, I wish I could delete you. I have like one magazine subscription that <laughs> yeah. comes with a free e version of it. I think I, that's I, the only thing in my newsstand. I think app. I have a copy of the Onion magazine <laughs> in there, and that's the only one. And it has Terry Crews in it. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I I mean, newsstand was kind of. I mean, it was a it was an interesting thought, but I don't think people have really gravitated towards the e version of magazines as much. I think, um, yeah, news expands it a little bit more, uh, bringing in more content providers. So a lot of like 
websites and, and, and news sites are going to be able to feed right into the news app. Yeah. Uh, it, it allows writers and editors to, to build their, uh, articles in, in an interesting way with, you know, motion and graphics. It, it looks kind of like a, like a, a website that you'd see that has like, as you scroll, it's got like yeah, the stuff different... moving in and things like that. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it could be a better way to, um, find news articles that are interesting. It's supposed to, you're supposed to be able to pick the things that you really like, and then it will give you more suggestions for news articles. All right. Odds are, I'm still just going to go to the websites that I usually yep. go to. So. <laughs> uh, probably. Um, uh, um so it, so then they have like the notes. They're adding images. You can you can add images, uh, drawings, checklists, and stuff like that. Yeah, this is kind of. I feel like this is Apple just saying, "Hey, Evernote, like we get it. <laughs> yeah. All right, we're gonna do it better." So, um, and maybe not even do it better, but they're gonna do like, their notes app like better match, than it is, like <laughs> match. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, you can now draw in a note. Basically, if you need to make a quick sketch or something, that's something I would probably benefit from a little bit just cause I like to visually, you know, draw stuff out a little bit more. Yeah. Um, they also, and I have so many times where I wish I could make a checklist in a notes app like really quickly, but oh. they're adding where you just like hit a button and it automatically turns text into a checklist that you can actually check stuff off in. Oh, I see. Uh, that's helpful. Adding links shows a little link thing, you know, um, it's, it's, it's better, but again, nobody's like, oh, I gotta get that iOS nine. Yeah. Did you see that new Notes app? Woo. Woo. I'm sweating. I'm sweating. <laughs> um, so yeah, the other the other big thing I think is is adding more stuff into Passbook. Apple Pay is is working out really well for the company, I think, and yeah. they're continuing to develop that. So they're adding in, um, like uh, store loyalty cards and stuff like that. So so like you get points for. Right, and like if you have like a Dunkin' Donuts like gift card or something, I do like six of them. <laughs> well, you can add those to your iPhone now and use <laughs> hundreds, them off, hundreds of dollars use of them Dunkin'. With Apple Pay. <laughs> um, so they changed pass the actual app's name from Passbook to Wallet because it's going to hold more than just Passbook. You know, passes. I guess. Nah, that's 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 <coughs> a little okay. Sure. Semantics. So, yeah, you know, whatever. Oh, and then they updated maps, added like uh, public transportation and stuff like that. Cool. Good job, Apple. Keep keep it real. Uh, real multitasking. Yes. Okay. So this. What is what? Uh... So for years now, Apple has said you can do multitasking on iOS devices. Double right? click, slide over. Yeah, exactly. It's just like <laughs> it's just you're doing more than one thing at once <laughs> which you're not you're just quickly switching between apps yeah which which i know very well from trying to switch to uh clash of clans or <laughs> castle wars where i'm like uh i don't want to go through all the intro screens again yeah right yeah, this is a multitasking <laughs> um so they are they've changed that double click that you usually see mm-hmm. that's going to look a little bit different um, the main emphasis for the multitasking is only on iPads though. So, Boo. yeah, I, which I'm, I'm hoping that the next version of the iPhone will be powerful enough that it can incorporate a lot of these multitasking features. Yeah. Um, it realistic because of the limitations on what devices you can do the multitasking on, 
it's got to just be that their processing is not powerful enough to to handle the the multiple applications. So so when we talk about real multitasking with iOS nine uh, and on the, the newer iPads, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're talking about. I mentioned the Clash of Clans, right? Where uh, if you switch away from it, you go to Facebook, double click, mm-hmm. go to Facebook, and you come back, it has to reload through the whole thing. So is real multitasking essentially like you switch over to Facebook, but the but Clash Clans is still open in the background running? No, like How for, does that work? for real, like when I think about real multitasking, I think about sitting at like an actual computer and having two windows open and yeah. being able to work in two windows at the same time, right? That That to me is multitasking. R- right, I mean, but... It, it, my example still applies to that, right? It, but you're it, not you're not it dual does. Mon- you're not you're not dual monitoring, right. right? So, with with the iPad, because of the larger screen size and and things like that, they're actually going to allow you to have two apps up at the same time on the screen, right? Okay. So so the first way that they're going to do this is something called slide over, right? Um, basically, if you slide your finger from the right side of the screen in. It will take the next app that's in that um, that sort that, of like that chain. list yeah. and slide a portion of it over um, into into the window. So, for example, if if that's your Twitter app, right? Yeah. Say you're you're you have Safari open and you're browsing the web, and then you slide over and you bring the Twitter app in. About a quarter of the screen will have the Twitter app now fill that space. So I see, you know, you know, three fourths of your screen or or two thirds, whatever the breakup is, is, is again, your web browsing. And then you can have Twitter open and running, you know, at the same time and actually see both things at once. Uh, I got, I got you. So like if I'm, if I'm doing um, some research for a, a film for my class, right. I can have a separate kind of window open, um, watching porn, uh, yeah. which, which helps me which helps me think <laughs> which helps you focus on the paper at hand right right um i'll get to video in a second because because that's i think for if you're researching a paper uh-huh. like i would maybe have like the new notes app that we just talked about open yeah where you could add notes and can and like copy a link over right just right into the right thing um if you're wanting to watch any sort of video that's streaming on your <laughs> ipad uh they're, they're gonna add a a picture and a picture video what is that what does that mean so so basically when you start a video on your ipad mm-hmm. um and then you switch out to another app you actually have the option to take that video and place it in like like picture in a picture like on a oh. tv or something and leave that video running uh in the foreground I, as you browse through other apps i got you so when i switch over to clash of clans and i'm and i'm collecting my gold and and sending workers out to destroy my enemies, uh, I can I can have a a girl being <laughs> let's, D- DP'd. Let's let's, <laughs> let's keep the explicit tag off off the well, off the cat. I think DP'd is I think anyway. It, I think it's safe. <laughs> you could have any number of videos <laughs> running while you're working in other apps, and actually be able to see it. Or you can kind of drag it off to the side and just keep listening to it. Yeah. Either way, direct. I, I just. I you know for for the folks at home, I just want to say that that DP is is director of photography. Right. Yeah. As she, one knows, she is there. You know, telling the camera person where to know, go, kind of looking at the the scene. She's director of photography. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then again, 
with the slide over, you can also do a split screen and basically just split your screen into two halves and, right. and run two apps at the same right. time. So that good job, Apple. It's way overdue, but they've added that to iOS. Um, the last, the last thing I, I think I really want to hit on is um, the Siri updates mm-hmm. that they're doing on iOS. They're, they're really, they, they continue to try and make Siri smarter. Uh, they talk a little bit about how much better Siri has gotten at recognizing the words that you're trying to say and Siri's error rate has gone way down. Mm-hmm. I I think I experience less issues in general when I use Siri, but then again, I don't use Siri that often. So, yeah, when I, I don't use her that often, uh, but when I do, I usually just, I pull over at a st- <laughs> onto the side of the road and I just go ahead and look it up online. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, they, they talk about Siri being like a personal assistant, right? Uh-huh. They, it's your virtual personal assistant. Uh, one of the things about a good personal assistant is the ability to predict what's coming up for you and give you information that you didn't necessarily know you needed ahead of time. This is what Android users have been taking advantage of for a long time with Google now, right? Yeah. Um, Google has done a really good job of taking all the information on your phone and figuring out ways to present that information back to you in 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 a beneficial way. Uh, for example, you have a meeting in a certain location on a on, on your calendar app. Uh, Google now will tell you, hey. You, based on traffic conditions in your area, mm-hmm. you need to leave at this time for that meeting. Uh, that's something that you didn't necessarily ask for, but they're presenting that information to try and be helpful. Um, for me today, I had to drive to an airport that I'd never <laughs> been to, uh-huh. and I couldn't even remember what it was called. Yeah. Uh, but because I had searched for the airport like two days ago on Google Maps on my computer, okay. when I opened Google Maps on my phone recent searches was had followed the account over there and I was able to get over there. Cool. Good job. Google Apple is trying to do some similar stuff right now. They, they're bringing in a proactive assistant, right? So Siri is going to be able to look at the stuff on your calendar, look at stuff um, and email messages that you're getting and start to kind of give you um, helpful information that you didn't necessarily ask for. Um, <laughs> you see, you seem a little skeptical. No, I, about, I, about this whole situation. Uh, I mean, when Siri first came out, I I thought to myself like, oh, cool, this this will be really helpful, and and it was very gimmicky, and even people who didn't have Apple or iPhones, they were like, oh, ask Siri, uh, if if Siri loves me, ask Siri if she loves me. You know, you know, <laughs> that's just, still kind of how my kids interact <laughs> with Siri. Um, you, you know, we, we talked about this on an, an earlier episode, but like the Amazon fire TV that I have upstairs, mm-hmm. like I can whisper in something and I'd be like, Kurt Russell. And I could like, just, just the- and I can even slur it drunk and be like, Kurt Russell. And it'll, it'll bring up Kurt Russell. He just shows up at your house. Yes. It's like, in, what do you want? In in the Antar- Antarctic gear from the thing. And he's like, I'm I'm RJ McCreary. 
I asked for a Kurt Russell. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here, Kurt Russell. Get out of here. Um, and then, uh, then I kill him. Um, which is why you haven't seen him in any movies lately. <laughs> this is about a couple of years back. Finally, we know. <laughs> um, so you know, I'm not, I'm not totally sold on on Siri yet. But um, you know, good, good on Apple if they they figure stuff out. Um, I, I think the bottom line here is all of these amazing additions that we're getting to iOS stuff that they're kind of playing catch up on. Oh, yeah. actual split screen multitasking, cool. Other people that don't use apple products have been i mean taking advantage of that for the long you time. know and and, that, and that's going to bring us into the the last two things with apple is really um the apple watch and the apple music right right yeah so so, so App, apple watch is um in our in our notes we have uh, a couple notes about you know we think that um pebble is doing some of the same capabilities already yeah, they they showed something. Okay, they, so they have this new watch OS. I mean, this is what they're calling the operating system for the watch. Six weeks into uh, the watch being available uh, to the public, they're already doing an update, which is good because there are people that have a lot of problems with how the watch operates. Um, this is my this is my problem. This is my problem with, and this 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 goes further than just the Apple Watch. This goes with with video game releases too, you know, DLC, you know, if you're going to release a product, re- release a, a full product, you know, don't, don't give us like half, half aid stuff here and there, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I like agree the, with the, you. I, I, the, I completely agree with you. The Apple watch stuff should have been on there from the get go. They shouldn't be like, you know what? We're going to, we have this new car. It's, it looks great. It's going to be great, and it 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 drives down the road, and then you you buy it, um, and then they're like, you know what? Uh, we didn't put an air conditioner in it at first, <laughs> but we're adding that for. It free. seems like something you guys would really like. <laughs> so we're going to throw that in. Oh, you wanted a radio? You know what? That's going to be on our next release. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. I I agree with you. Um. To an extent, yeah. I, you know, I feel like if the Apple Watch was a a huge failure and they didn't sell any, um, I, honestly, I don't know how well the Apple Watch sold. Yeah, we have we um, looked that up. But I, I, I think that the, that some of the stuff that they just announced was stuff that maybe they had planned and they just ran out of time to execute it before a launch date that they had already set. Which is not an excuse, but it's the reality of the business sometimes. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some of the stuff is really like you get the watch in a lot of people's hands and they're like, I, when I get home and I plug my phone into charge and then walk into a different room, I want to still be able to use the watch. And, and, I've, and I've heard one complaint from, from someone saying that if you get too far away from the phone, the watch is useless, right? Well... Now, Apple has, with this new watchOS 2, they're saying if you're in a Wi-Fi network, the same Wi-Fi network, yeah. then you'll, you'll, st- you'll still be able to use the watch. Cool. Good update. Something you probably should have thought about a few weeks ago. <laughs> Maybe work that out. Yeah. Um, and and that, that's my problem is those are things they should have thought about, and they probably did. And honestly, 
this isn't something that they can just, you know, oh, we got a complaint from we we got a few hundred <laughs> trouble tickets in for it. Yeah. Uh, let's let's push this out in uh, a week. That's not how that's not how software development works, as you are well aware. Yes. Um, so that those type of things bug me because it takes a while to plan for those things and and to push them out and test them. Yeah. I, the other thing that seems really bizarre to me is that with this new update, they have um, they're letting a lot of third party apps run natively on the watch. Yeah. So instead of just having an app that runs on the phone and then you just have the user interface extended to the watch, they're going to allow the actual processing of the app to be done on the watch itself. All right. So that hopefully that should speed up um, some of the timing for different apps and things like that. Great. Good stuff. A uh, bunch of new APIs that are going to allow developers to kind of integrate more functionality from the watch. Again, all things I feel like they should have released right. prior to uh, the watch coming out. Well, anyway, neither one of us have Apple watches. So, so mood point. May, you know, it's, a, <laughs> it's like a cow says it. It's moo. <laughs> moo. Uh, let's get to... Final final thing in our Apple right tur- and, and and this is Apple turnover. <laughs> if 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 you're like me, hate it. And, uh, if you're like me and you've been listening, following Apple developer keynotes for a long time, uh, especially back in the Steve Jobs days, mm-hmm. uh, he he loved to use the one more thing. Um, this was sort of he would go through the whole keynote. I, I feel like he stole that from Columbo. Maybe <laughs> Columbo was always like, "Yeah, uh, you, you know, you're right. You're right. You, you probably didn't murder him." And then right as he's about to walk out of the room, he's like, "There's just, uh, there's just one more thing. <laughs> the newspaper said Thursday, and you weren't there Thursday." <laughs> ah, you got me again, Columbo. <laughs> ah. Um, yeah. So Steve Jobs stole that from Columbo. Yeah, of course he did. Uh, He's, but, he's a man. He's a man of Columbo. <laughs> but yeah, so this was this was the uh, th- this was the saving the best for last thing, right? This was uh, in Apple announcements. They would go through all of the other updates and then say one more thing. Yeah, we're making an iPad, right? Um, this was usually where they would kind of throw out their big announcement for the conference, the thing that was going to make all the headlines. And Tim Cook is bringing it back. Uh, and he has his one more thing, and that is Apple Music, right? So, whoa, uh, whoa Apple Music. Nope. No, no. I, I know everybody's thinking, well, Apple's been doing music for a long time. It's called iTunes. I, I downloaded your podcast using that. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. This is not iTunes. This is... You um, don't even know. I mean, this is this is basically Apple's version of Spotify. It's just... I mean, but- let's... Let's just call an apple an apple. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, I, I, as you and I are well aware, because we we use these services ourselves. Yeah. Uh, streaming music has become very popular, and the old business model, as it were, of downloading albums or individual MP3s through a, a service like iTunes, yeah, is no longer as appealing i mean i know there's a lot of people that still use it and if that's what you do that's great yeah for me i made a decision at one point to say i can spend 12 15 dollars on an album and and have that one album or i can spend ten dollars a month 
and have all the things. Yeah. All all the albums. And to me that's that's a better value. Yeah, it, everyone everyone so we both have Spotify. Um one of the things I've found is there are certain songs every once in a while that I I get a craving for that aren't necessarily on iTunes or sorry, Spotify. Right, okay. Um so what I'll end up doing is just I'll go to Spotify. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, I'll go to iTunes and I will I'll buy the song. Okay. Like yeah. I bought I bought this song by Ace, Baby Come Back. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh you know, I, I bought it. Or no, it was it was a Baby Come Back. That's a good song too. Um but uh it was How Long? How okay. Long? Such a <laughs> such a good song and it was it was on Spotify for a long time and then they they took it off for whatever reason. And I love that song. I got a craving for it. I was like, "Where is it? It's not on my Spotify anymore." I'll pay that 99 cents. All right. So Apple says, you know Baby, what? come back. You can blame me now. <laughs> anyway, uh, Apple says, you know what? Don't don't just buy the onesie twosies from us. Tell you what. Mm-hmm. Give us your nine ninety nine a month oh. instead of Spotify. And we will give you access to the entire iTunes catalog streaming what? on your device. What? 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 Uh, finally, Abbey Road. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's get it. Stream it. Um. So yeah. So. All right. To be to be fair, a lot of people question like why, like sh- why should we go with the streaming music model? Like why should we pay for these services? Um. There's a lot of people that use free versions of Spotify. Uh, a lot of people that still use like Pandora. Yeah. Um. I mean, for you, what is the biggest benefit that you get out of a streaming streaming service like Spotify? Um, so the the biggest thing about Spotify for me, it was, you know, back before these streaming services existed, we'd all go on to like Napster or LimeWire. I don't know what you're talking about. I well, not, definitely never pirated not, any not, music. Not we all. But like the universal we, yeah, all. the royal we. <laughs> uh, people would do it, and and they they other make, people that aren't us. They make they'd make clear. these big, you know, MP3 CDs, right, with just hundreds of songs on there, oh, God, right? So good, so good. And you, you'd make these CDs, and you put you you drive to your work, whatever, and you you pop these CDs in, and you'd be like, oh, all these all these great songs. Mm-hmm. So what Spotify has been able to do is let me get all those songs online digitally offline yeah <laughs> and be able to listen to them whenever i want to so essentially i have like right now i have a playlist of uh like 500 some odd songs that i just over and over again i listen to all the time just and when i hear a new song i'm like oh sh- i forgot about that one throw it on there 501 because because I don't like new music. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> yeah. enough. You know, I'm getting old now. I've got so, grays all over the place. You bring up a good point about piracy. And I've heard that example made uh, before where a lot of people kind of really just got used to pirating music. Yeah. And and it just seemed like, all right, well, there's a new... Not st- us, though. No, other, clearly other people. Um, and there's a new album out. I want to hear it. Cool. I'll download it. And those people are in no way providing any money to the artist to the studio that helped produce that record um yeah it's i mean it's stealing sorry guys yeah. it, it is um, um the, uh, the, sorry i don't mean to interrupt 
well, obviously I do mean to interrupt. Otherwise I wouldn't have, <laughs> uh, but, uh, back during those pirating days, heavy pirating days, Radiohead came out with a, uh, an album in rainbows and what they had a kind of unique strategy with that. They, they released the album and they're like, you can download it for, for absolutely free. Yeah. But you can, if you support us and you want to give us some money, you can, you can pay a penny. You can pay a hundred dollars. You choose whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever you think this album is worth. Humble bundle style, right? And they and they didn't go. Th- <laughs> <laughs> they they didn't go. Th- they didn't go through uh, a record company. They just they did it all themselves. Um, and I I think that I'd have to look at the, the the statistics, but I think they actually made a good amount of money off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't you know I honestly I donated like twenty bucks. Okay. You know, uh, just because I was like, you know, they they put time and effort into this CD, um, they de- they deserve money for it. Uh, so I thought that was kind of a unique way of going about that. Yeah, and I think especially as, as some of those young pirates from from back in the late '90s, early aughts, <laughs> uh, you know, as as they grow up, you know, they think, you know what, you know, I've got I got a steady steady gig, get getting some regular paychecks, <laughs> I can afford. To support the artists that I'm listening to, um, a, a lot of companies have tried to kind of fix that piracy problem. We talked about Pandora; they have streaming radio, which is great. However, you don't have control over the music you're listening. I mean, usually you create some sort of station. Yeah. You know, oh, I really want to listen to a station based on Pink Floyd, and then you get that first Pink Floyd song. You're like, oh yeah, you know, I really like this song, and then it's, I don't know. Chicago or something. And you're like, well, <laughs> yeah, uh, which which I which I like both, right? But it's not exactly, you know. I want to I want to listen to some Pink Floyd right yeah. now. Um, and, and you know, <laughs> uh, I don't want to get too deep into this, <laughs> but you can actually the way Pandora does their streaming music, it actually downloads a temporary copy of the file onto your local computer. So when that file comes over to your computer. You can save that file, rename it, and keep it. And it's not it's not illegal because <laughs> they're downloading it to your computer. So that, it as soon as it as soon as it's on your computer, it's yours. I'm just throwing it out there. Just if if that was something someone wanted to do, right, right. Not that we would do that. Not that I would do but, that. Or not that, that you've I, done that. Not that I've done that <laughs> or experienced it at all. But you can. It's not illegal. <laughs> Sure, it's not. There, sure. there, there have been tro- uh, there was like a tr- there was a case about it, um, and then the person who did it got got off because that seems like a terrible. And anyway, moving on. Uh, so that's the reason I chose Spotify, right? <laughs> I uh, I wanted to pay for music. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 my moral compass was all out of whack, and I felt like you know what I I want to at least I want to pay for my music, and I want to do it in a way where I can get the best benefit for my money. So yeah, using a streaming service where I can pick the songs and, and really get exactly what I want down, be able to download <laughs> offline stuff, um, yeah. you know, to listen to later and, and, and download the actual like artist, the right. actual song. Yeah. You know, if I want to listen to an album, I can listen to that whole album. And then when I get tired of it, yeah, I don't ever have to think about it again and I can listen to something else. So. I, I, I had a friend who would download um, some Frankie Valley songs, right? Like 
Oh, what a night. Yeah, okay. Uh, but he thought it was Billy Joel <laughs> because when he downloaded it off of LimeWire, it said Billy Joel, Oh, what a night. <laughs> and for, for a long time, I was like, that's not Billy Joel, dude. That's that's Frankie Valley. He's like, no, it's not. A, I, I know it says. The person that, that ripped this MP3 <laughs> knows what he's talking about. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, Spotify has a little bit of that um, in, integrity to it that, not just in Spotify, but all the those music streaming services, they they have a little bit more, um, you know, uh, accuracy to right. them. Yeah. So yeah, that is that is sort of like the dark side of these streaming music services is where where bands don't necessarily like the way they're being compensated. They feel like they would make more money through other means. Yeah. Uh, there was a big shakeup when. Taylor Swift's new album didn't get put out on Spotify and mm-hmm. that she was going to make all this money by selling CDs or something. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. So you have, you have Jay-Z. He comes out with a, a streaming music service uh, called title title. And uh, there was sort of a Jack whites on it. Yeah. Right. There's, there were a lot of art. I mean, I think like Madonna and, just a lot of like huge names in the music industry got behind this company title saying that this was going to be more beneficial to the artist. This, right. was, this, this, uh, this service, uh, it, it specializes in high fidelity music. So it's, it's supposed to be like lossless, uh, music files where you get the best quality. Right. Frankly, the speakers in my car aren't that great. Yeah. So I'm I'm not gonna get a lot if I spend twenty dollars for title <laughs> as opposed to like a ten dollar level or, or going through a different music service. I, I mean frankly I'm using your word here your word here. Frankly, um a lot of us don't know the difference between the high fidelity music and some lesser quality music. I I fancy myself fairly, you know, you're a bit of an audiophile. Let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, fa- fairly. I'm, I'm not an I'm not an expert, but even our, our I- podcast doesn't sound this good because of <laughs> my input. All right. Yeah, and if it if it sounds like crap, then it's my input still. Uh, but the thing is, bottom line, Blaine Brandon. <laughs> I don't even know. Really, I can't tell the difference between it's it's like going from a high definition TV 1080i right. Whichever, yeah. whichever was the best one. It's like a 4K television. Like, I, it's it's incremental upgrades at that point in time. Like, it's a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, 4K definitely does look better. But but, it, but it, I mean, but it's not 1080p still pretty darn good. But yeah. it, what I'm saying is like you 1080p from say a, just a standard definition television. Oh like, yeah. You that's know, like that, that's, that's a night and day difference. Rocking that CRT. But when you go to the 4k, it's like, that's eh, a little bit better. But yeah. the, the other real big issue I think is you have people like Madonna and Jay-Z who like owns an NBA team up there saying like, we really want to do this because we don't think the artists are getting enough money. Like, okay. Like, y- yeah, you guys are doing all right. Yeah, I get that the struggling artists, the people that, you know, are, are, are coming up in the music industry, they they maybe aren't getting as, as good of a shake. But I don't know. It, that that just really kind of gets into the whole question about um, how music is distributed. And, you know, 
we don't really own these these songs anymore um if we ever did right so and i think i think as we continue to go on in, in this digital age it's music s- streaming services like this are going to be the best way to get music out into people and, and it's really just gonna it's the right company is gonna have to find the right way to compensate artists for them to get behind it right um right coming looping back around i, I know this started as an apple conversation <laughs> i i want to discuss a little bit of apple's approach to streaming music and how they want to kind of come out on top uh against companies like title and spotify so um they're doing some things very much the same they uh they offer their whole itunes library like i said uh-huh. uh streaming to your devices uh they're also doing something interesting it's a it's a 24 7 radio station um but it's not like like internet radio so it's not like pandora where there's <laughs> just like some algorithm that's picking songs for you right it's uh it's actual djs they have three djs and i'm sorry i don't remember their names i'm sure they're D- dj one two and three <laughs> i'm sure they're great disc jockeys <laughs> um but they're actually running like a legit radio station with people hosting there's going to be interviews all that stuff um that they're just playing music that you will be able to pick up on your device anytime during the day and it's it's a neat idea, but I mean, yeah, is, is the demand really there but, for that? But Spotify has podcasts now, so I mean, who who needs uh, a <laughs> DJ who's playing music that I don't want to hear anyway? That's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. When you could be listening to apathetic enthusiasm <laughs> through Spotify, one day, not now, but one day, <laughs> right? Um, I mean, think about this, Travis. You know, we put our podcast out there. Say we get on Spotify. There's going to be people fingers pe- crossed. There's going to be people be people all around the world listening to us. We're all going to be connected listening to our podcast. Yeah. Just think about that for a second. No, I think about that every day. And how connected will we all be, <laughs> right? And you know, it makes me think of like a world where perhaps like we can almost like feel each other from from distances, like geographically. <laughs> Like, like perhaps like if you're, if you're good at like, this is the longest, most drawn out <laughs> like transition and I want to give it to you, but like, I at least want to say like the price of like Apple music and stuff before you transition. Yeah. This stuff. Just sense it, Travis. <laughs> I hope this is $8. I hope it's $8 a it's month. Nine. Uh, it's nine. It's nine. Uh, it's close. Eight, so, eight ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. Shoot. It was almost sense eight. It's almost <laughs> eight cents. Um, okay. So Apple music, they're doing this 24 uh, seven radio station. Uh, they have a connect section where artists can post social media type stuff. I don't care about that. To be honest, I, I I'm not going to yeah. go into Apple music and try my, and my, see Pharrell's lyric. Notes. My space music has all that already. I don't need that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bottom line, Apple Music is coming out with the same price point as a premium Spotify account, nine ninety nine. Um, you can get a family plan, which is fourteen ninety nine, which will allow up to six users to use the same account, which would get around a lot of the Spotify hacks, I guess that 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 go on in my house. I I think you probably deal with some of the same issues. Well, well, the good news is. 
just turn everybody's Wi-Fi off, and then and then you're good, and then you're good. Offline playlist for the win. Yeah. So uh, if anyone's having issues with only one Spotify account, download download for offline listening. <laughs> hit, hit hit airplane mode. Yeah. You're set. Um. Yeah, I am gonna try Apple Music. Just because it's gonna be free for three months and it's already gonna be on my phone, so I'm gonna try it out. Yeah. And. Spotify is going to have to do something um, probably in the whole multi-user area to get me to stay, I think. Because honestly, like if I can if I can expand my account to multiple users, that's probably what I'm going to do. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't I don't I don't see anything that would make me want to change. Yeah. yeah I mean, you've got some pretty significantly sized playlists going on Spotify. I mean, they're at, Apple's now doing this thing that Microsoft did a couple of years ago where they're trying to play catch up with all the other companies out there who have already established themselves. And so they're like, Oh crap, that's a good idea. Apple used to be, I'll give it to Apple. Like if Apple were a person, I'd give it to them. <laughs> Apple used to be, at the forefront and they were like we're we're we are the innovators yeah that's a good point now that they're not innovators now they are catcher uppers they're definitely they're definitely catching up on this yeah i'll give you a good and and you know what spotify has done a lot of things they're they're including the podcast yeah they just added the new running feature yeah um you know spotify they know what they're doing so so you know i'll probably stick around with them um we'll see we'll see uh get back to you in three months let you know (laughs) uh just but you know what I what I was saying before, you know we're we're all we're all in tune with each other. Yeah, it's like a twenty four hour seven. It's almost like we're like, a, we're in a matrix <laughs> of speed racer. Um, just matrix Jupiter, of speed racer. Jupiter rising. Ju- Jupiter ascending. Or, yeah. uh, uh, Cloud Atlas hashtag. <laughs> uh, Wachowskis. So our other topic. And, and I know we haven't even alluded to this before, but uh, we've been watching a show this week. Try trying to watch a show. Sure, try to watch. Uh, this is a new show on Netflix called Sense8. Came out um, June 5th. I think we told you in the last episode that we're going to be checking it out. Uh, yeah, we we have watched about half the season, I think. This this is, a, again, it's a Netflix show, so all 10 episodes uh, immediately available. Uh, I've gotten through about half of it. I know you've gotten through like what three, four episodes. Um, yeah, I got I got through uh, three and a half, four episodes. <laughs> um, <laughs> w- what is your take on Sensei? Now, okay, all right. So do you, Do you want to Do you want to talk about what Sensei actually is? Okay. Yeah. We... So So Sensei and and something I was really excited about when I saw the trailer, this is a, this is a show by the Wachowskis. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, J. Michael Straczynski, uh, who, who, uh, wrote Babylon five for, okay. for oh. sci-fi fans. Out there. All right. So the premise behind this show is that there are eight strangers who are located all over the world, different countries, um, that have a unique connection where they're able to, uh, basically tap into each other's senses. Right. So uh, through a means that is not clear 
uh, at least in the first five episodes. Um, they are some, they somehow become connected and can see what the other people are seeing, feel what the other people are feeling and even actually kind of see each other, yeah. uh, in the same space and kind of, uh, and kind of like communicate with each other and talk to each other and things like this. Um, and other things like, um, skills like fighting, they can, they can pass those skills off temporarily to the other people that they're connected to. Right. So if one, if one person, uh, gets into a little bit of trouble and the other person is really good at fighting their past experience, they have this training, they can, they can kind of tap in and almost control that other person's body and, uh, and fight for them in that situation. Right. All of this stuff is really sold in an excellent way in the trailer Yes, for the show. And, and it got me really excited about um, this action-packed show that was going to kind of show people with a lot of cool abilities that could then help each other out. And, and, I, and I, was, I was really interested to see uh, how it would all kind of come together. The first two probably three episodes did not provide that for me. No, no. I, I, I feel like this show got off to a slow paced start. Uh, yeah. If I'm, if I'm being fair, um, what, what, what is your initial impression on the first couple episodes? Um, so, so he, full disclosure, here's the, here are the episodes I watched. I watched episodes one, two and four. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so the first episode, you know, standard pilot, pretty much any pilot for a new TV show that you watch will have a lot of exposition. You know, it, it's it's just getting the traction, right? Yeah, you're, you're meeting the new characters. It's kind of setting the scene for, for what you're going to experience in later episodes. Right. And you're like, okay, this is, this is how I'm going to gauge whether or not I'm going to keep watching this show. Um, from there, so I watched that and I was like, okay, all right. Cool. Yeah. At the, at the very end of the show, there's like kind of a like a, a cliffhanger. Yeah, and I and I think it needs to be stated that this is in a huge ensemble cast. Yeah. I mean, there this is not like the, it's, three or four people. It's called Sense the Number Eight. There, yeah, there are eight people who play a part in this. There, there are eight main characters that right. make up this cluster of of shared senses, and then you've got all the additional characters that exist within their their own experience right so 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 if i'm if i'm a a sensate uh without a number like sensate yeah um you know travis might be the uh ancillary character in my life and and stories would would revolve around like me and him interacting yeah and then it would would, like jump over to somebody else doing their thing yeah and and i think while I understand that it's necessary to introduce all of the characters, um, I've just felt like some of their storylines or, or the amount of story that we got about that person was just, it wasn't substantial enough. It was basically saying like, Oh, Hey, there's a, there's a dude in Africa. Remember that <laughs> also yeah. a blonde chick. That's a DJ might do some drugs. <laughs> yeah. Also like, it just, I was like, okay, cool like give me a reason to care about these right people. And, and you know in in the first episode i was okay with that because you know again Pilot. exposition um the the second episode they they slowed that down a lot and i i, I gotta tell you I, my my wife was already iffy about the show 
and she watched the episode with me and I'm like, Oh my, Oh my God. <laughs> you know, they, the thing about traditional television and we can talk about this, uh, you know, the difference between traditional and Netflix binge watching yeah. after, after this, but in traditional television, you have to make an impact with the, the pilot and the first couple episodes, right? Because it's it's a week by week basis that they they show these shows on. So if by the second week you don't maintain the viewers' attention, they're not going to want to show up for the third week. Yeah, and then that trickles down to you know the logistics of television, and you can't sell ads for a show that people aren't watching and blah blah. blah. So episode two of Sense Eight, there's um, there's a Bollywood dance number that lasts like. 15 minutes of a 45-minute <laughs> show running time. I don't know if it's 15, but it was definitely like three to five minutes for sure. I It's it's hyperbole, <laughs> hyperbole, but it's it's a it long a, it's it a was long a significant segment. chunk of that episode. There is a reason behind it, but they didn't have to show the entire thing. Yeah. Um, and they and they do a couple other things in that same episode where they, they linger on characters too long that we don't care enough about them yet. I, and I agree with you. They, ha- ha- they have to introduce, they have to wean us into caring about those characters. There's a lot of buildup for what ends up hap- becoming just like a small chunk at the end of an episode where there's like that good visceral, like, okay, this is why I'm watching the show yeah. where it's, where it's a couple of the characters somehow having an interaction and kind of experiencing this shared um you know consciousness right um and 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 in those moments like i really dig what they're doing and I, and i still i still like the concept um i know you watched one and two and you were like you were done like we, we, we i was um <laughs> yeah I'll, it was it was it was painful i not even talking about the dialogue the dialogue was crappy it's very cliche and forced <laughs> there's there's uh, the the whole thing with the 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 actor, the Spanish actor, right? Like that that stuff was everything's so unrealistic. Like the <laughs> dynamic between the Chicago cop and the the kid, right? Like how everything is so black and white. Like they're all enemies. Cops are enemies with the gang. Even like, even the black cop is like, no, they're they're all they're all gang bangers, and you know I'm on one side. Yeah, it's like okay, it, all like, right, like. That more so than the actual main sensate guy. Yeah, it wasn't it was it was so forced and so clunky that it was really hard to get past those first two episodes. Yeah. I uh I am in a unique situation where I live with my wife and mm-hmm. she is loving Sense Eight <laughs> right now. Uh she's probably upset that I'm over here and not watching more episodes with her back in my house. <laughs> right. Um But yeah, so we watch one and two. I'm like, ah, I don't know about this. Same boat as me. Yeah. She's like, you know what? No, I'm liking it. Watching episode three. Let's go. So I watch episode three again. I'm not super into it. The episode ends in a pretty solid way. I really like um, some of the interactions between the characters that start to develop in in um, the the weird sense eight interactions that they start to have. Right. Um, and I tell her at the end of that episode that if the whole show was like that last 10, 15 minutes, I would be so on board with this show. Right. And then episode four rolls in. Um, episode four for me 
so far has been my favorite because two reasons. One, I feel like we get more ground rules for how this show works uh-huh. explicitly laid out. Uh, the Naveen Andrews, who who plays Saeed and Lost, uh, <laughs> anytime there's a, a, a former Lost cast member, you know, I'm on board. Um, he is a character in this uh, show, Sense8, that um, apparently has sort of had past experience with this. I mean, we don't know a whole lot about them. Some For some reason, they think he's a terrorist. Right. Uh, but, but he helps establish some of those ground rules. Right, and he kind of explains how this whole thing is supposed to work. Through kind of clunky dialogue ex- <laughs> Again, ex- exposition. This is true. <laughs> um, but then from that point, we start to see some of these characters help each other out of certain situations. Yeah. Um, there's more kind of uh, understand. There's there's a, there's this weird sequence with uh, where they're all like singing the same song or something. I think that was mm. that was in episode yeah. four. Right. Um, but it was the interaction between the eight characters themselves that I'm liking the most in the show. Right. Um, and I'm hoping that continues on as the show progresses. Uh, bottom line, Ugh. we're we're at like a midpoint in season one. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're going in two separate directions. I think you're done with this show. Yeah, I I I think I am. And you know, I'm at a I'm in a kind of a torn position because I've I've read reviews for the show um, on f- some of my favorite websites. And they have given it B, A minus, and as much as I would, you know, I want to continue on that journey and and you know see like well they see something in it that I don't, you know those 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 first two episodes and episode four which was which was better I admittedly um, it you know they're asking a lot of the audience to stick it out through those first three episodes that aren't that great to, mm-hmm. you know, watch an entire 12 episodes. Keep, keep rolling with it, you know? And, and I, I understand that Netflix, they, they've got this binge watching thing down, you know? Um, you mentioned it earlier about the, you know, the entire episode builds up to, there's not a lot, not a lot happening until the last 10, 15 minutes of the, the show. Mm-hmm. Um, they should just keep the last 10, 15 minutes of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not serious about that. But, you know, in, in network television, you have advertising as advertisements, right? So you go five, six minutes, then you cut to a commercial. So each each little episodic section leads up to kind of a climax and then a commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Rod Serling, who wrote Twilight Zone, who created Twilight Zone back in the day, he, he did... Um, kind of a speech to UCLA and he, he talked about the, the, the problems with that. You know, he's like, it's hard to develop a 30 minute television show, which is based off drama and, and heightening suspense when you get interrupted every five, 10 minutes, uh, for a giant pink bunny selling <laughs> laundry detergent. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. It kind of breaks that pacing a little bit. Right. So, so then you go to Netflix and they're like, well, we don't have to break that stuff up. We can just use the entire hour to, in this case, the Wachowskis. Mm-hmm, the Wachowskis. Um, they can use use that entire hour to just, let's let's do Bollywood. Let's do 
Mexican actor. Yeah, and and in that's that's true of even like uh, shows like HBO. I mean, we talk about Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones does not have to worry about breaking for advertisements because you're paying for Game of Thrones up front, right? right. Um, and it's the same thing with Netflix. Uh, there are times when that is done really well, mm-hmm. and you can have an hour long episode that feels like a major motion picture. Yeah, and there are other times where it almost feels like they're filling time. You know, a show is okay to fill time. Lost had time filler episodes, right? They they had like half a season that was time filler. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the the writer's strike. I'm looking, mo- at, I'm looking at you, season four. <laughs> um, I understand. I understand the need to fill time with with things, but you know what? When you're two episodes into a show, you you're not supposed to to use filler. Do, do you think that this could be because this is really like a new area for the Wachowskis? Like they're, I mean, they haven't produced a lot of television, right? No, they haven't produced any television. Okay. So, so maybe they're, they're, they're thinking, okay, we've got like, we got 10 hours that we can, we can, you know, invest in these characters and really kind of get to know them and things like that. Yeah. And and maybe we're expecting a little bit faster pace just because of who they are. Yeah. And and maybe it's just not matching up. The they're not utilizing that hour um, as well as possibly we think they could. I yeah, mean. I I don't doubt that's that's what they're trying to do. I you know they're they're trying to to spread things out. They're trying to you know let the character development take a little bit longer, spread it out, so we care more about these characters. I understand. I understand the the need for that. I don't think they're doing it effectively in the first part of the season. Yeah. Uh, um, you're. Are you going to keep watching the show? N- no, I probably won't. I, I, you know, part of me wants again validate the reviews that I've read, yeah. who have given it A minuses and Bs. Yeah, I mean, I've seen like Rotten. T- I think Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb is like really high reviews, like eight or nine i think on imdb so I, i've read a lot of comment boards who like they just they're like once i got to episode four i was i was in it for the long haul and i, I binge watched the yeah. rest of them and you know I, I i can see that but i wasn't for personally i wasn't able to give them that <laughs> you're not gonna go there yeah to contrast i'm gonna finish the season yeah and i know that because my wife wants to finish the season <laughs> so i'm gonna end up watching it which is um, why you finished scandal yeah, I'm up to date on. I don't know. Am I up to date on Scandal? <laughs> I think I am up to date on yeah. Scandal. Uh, anyway, Shonda Rhimes, you know she she's owning that ABC Thursday night. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick through it. That's good. Um, I know Orange is the New Black just came out, but I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> stick with Sensei, um, and, and and see how how it finishes up, guys. If you have if you've gone ahead and checked out the show, I want to know what you guys think. I want to know, are, are you on the Brandon side and, and, and you got a couple episodes in and you hate it and, and you're giving up or are you with me and you're going <laughs> to stick with it? Uh, maybe, maybe you love the show. Uh, leave us a comment on Facebook or send us a tweet. Let us know what you guys think of sensei. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, I'm not here to, um, uh, turn you guys off from the show i i think it has the capability and i think it will get better if i if i stuck with it i i told you about maybe skipping to episode eight you know just to just to see where it is right um so i'm not opposed to the show 
I just think that if you're going to watch it, you have to, you know, you have to push yourself past uh, the first two episodes. And, and, and honestly, the concept for this show is sound. And I yeah, really like absolutely. the idea behind it. And if and if by the end of this season, they can really lock in with an interesting overarching reason like why these eight people need to work together um i i would probably watch a second season yeah but right now there's no you know unified effort there's no reason why these people right uh need to interact with each other that i'm aware of so but and you're you're only five episodes in i'm only halfway right 50 percent done with the show (laughs) so so. it's possible that they'll, they'll tell you um, so, all right, guys, let, let us know about all that. We have one more thing that we want to talk about. We, this is not in my show notes. I, I know this is a, a fairly long episode, guys, but we have a we have a listener request. Is this a special double episode? This, <laughs> this is a special double episode. Um, here's the request that we have, guys. We all know that Travis is, is great at you know, watching movies and seeing uh, a lot of movies. I feel like I knew I knew as soon as you had, you had to yeah. have known, you had to have known, especially after what, uh, viewing Bob Carroll's comments on <laughs> our message. Board. Special shout out to Mr. Carroll. Uh, so Bob Carroll has sent us a list of movies. Did he pay for this plug? <laughs> no, he, he didn't. Um, Bob no. Carroll, I want your money. <laughs> Give us your money, Bob. So, Bob writes, I'm curious to see what else Travis hasn't seen. I'd like to play a game (laughs) (laughs) where we find out what else would make me cringe to know what he hasn't seen. Here are five movies that everyone should see. I'd guess he hasn't seen at least two of the following. And I'm I'm obligated to be truthful in this. this. Is that correct? Absolutely. Really, integrity in all we do. Okay. (laughs) Integrity for... I don't know. (laughs) All right. I don't know why you put this on the list, but um, I'll probably slit your throat if you haven't. Uh, Die Hard. Yeah, I've seen Die Hard. Okay. That's one. Ding. It's with Mel Gibson, right? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's the one where he's uh, in Australia. It's a Christmas movie. And he's driving the car around. It's a Christmas movie. All right. Short Circuit. I have it on DVD. But have you seen it? Multiple times. That's a staple of my childhood. Short Circuit one or two? I've seen both, but I don't like to think about the second one. Oh. The look will kick your face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Braveheart. Yes. I, okay. I own it in two formats. Ding. I, I know you, I know you've seen this one. Three Amigos. Yes. Of, of course he's, uh, Bob, what a, <laughs> what a, what a crappy list. <laughs> and finally, Tango and Cash starring Sylvester Stallone and Kurt Russell. I, I don't think I've seen Tango and Cash. I don't believe I've seen that. Oh. Uh, Honest, and in, you know what? Full disclosure <laughs> for the listeners at home. When you said Tango and Cash, initially the first movie I thought of was uh, the movie with Tom Hanks and the dog. Canine? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Turner and Hooch. Turner and Hooch. That was it. <laughs> I was like, what? Is that, is that the cop dog one? No. Honestly, those titles are probably interchangeable. <laughs> um all right well thank you bob carroll for uh your attempt at my humiliation and and Uh, and and good news bob carroll in full disclosure i have not seen tango and cash hey but a a quick story i did rent it on uh, amazon last night 
just so I could catch up and say I did see it for this episode. Uh, but there were there were some network issues, and so right. so my my. So rental, as of this recording, you still have not seen Tango. With I Death. watched like 15 minutes of it, and it's not that great. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. Uh, don't send me any more movies. Well, if anyone else has has ways that they are interested in, in contributing to the show, we would love to hear from you. You can again email us at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail Please go like and 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 leave a comment over at facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show. And you can always reach us on Twitter at Apathusiast. Yep. Um guys, next week, um, well this week as the episode is released is E three. E three. Uh we're gonna be talking a lot about video games next week. So if you are into games, please come back, download that episode. Um and also, go ahead and keep in the loop. We might be guest starring on some of our fellow Geek Aid podcasts. That's right. The, the folks over at Geek Aid will be doing a couple of uh, short uh, daily wrap-up videos, or not videos, but uh, audio podcasts for uh, E3. So uh, head over to geekaid.com uh, next week, and or this week, and check it out. And we will we will talk to you then. Yeah, maybe not directly to you, but talk at we'll you. We'll talk to them, and then you can hear us <laughs> have a conversation. Yeah, that's right, uh, guys. Until next week, I'm Travis, and I'm Brandon. All right, thanks for listening. See you guys later. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.